0: But underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. And as you know, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we are going to ask you to share these shows because they're digital. But the problem that we have right now is there's great awareness going on with the American people. But faith without works is worthless. And we need to get people ready to march in the streets, do whatever needs to be done collectively, because we are on our last legs as a nation. And I don't know if we can pull out or not, but I'm not one to give in. But we need greater numbers than we have, ladies and gentlemen, because right now I think we got two to three percent of the population that's active, and the rest are just watching. And we need to move them to action. So please share these broadcasts and other broadcasts you come across too. Today's guest on our show is Dr. Ted Brower, and you're saying, "Oh, Dave, you've known Ted forever." Yes, we do. We uh, Ted and I share very similar worldviews, and uh, I know he shares my concern about the urgency of the hour. <coughs> Excuse me, and I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, when I say that we are on our last legs, if we let this ruling party stay in power beyond November, this is the end for America, and you better start looking into how you're going to adapt without the protection of law and being on the wrong side of the government. Uh, before we start with Ted, just real quick, I take care of some business. Uh, the food supply chain continues to worsen. Over a hundred food processing plants, imagine this, have burned down since Biden's become president. What a coincidence that is. And then, of course, uh, they're starting to put bugs in kids' lunches in the UK for school in preparation for this particular school season coming up they're not doing it in every district but they're doing it in a lot of them and I had a label read to me the other day by um, (laughs) Doug Thornton of all people, bugs coming into certain foods in America has processed extra items. It's uh, it's happening, folks. The takeover of our food supply is happening. You need to step outside the system if need be. That way, you only can do it through storable food. And MPS is still operating at full capacity. No price raises. They have a sale in effect. You can read about at. Preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And you also need water filtration because if you don't think the grid's going to go down for a significant amount of time, you're not paying attention. So you're going to need to scavenge water, which really isn't that hard to do, but you have to have the right tool. And that's the Alexa Pro Pure Water Filter. Number one in research, and that research is at waterwithdave.com. And I'm just going to say this to you very, very bluntly. I am the lone remaining American vendor for the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. Why? Because they're running out and they're not sure how much they're going to be able to replace. They're having big problems with the supply chain. So they left me kind of in charge of the remaining pool. Time is short. Waterwithdave.com. And we're also brought to you by Healthmasters. And I credit Healthmasters and Dr. Ted Brewer with keeping me off the operating table twice. He even has a protocol dedicated to me on his website that you can see. And we'll talk about that. Healthmasters.com. We'll get into that as we go through the show. Also, Doug. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Doug Thornton told me he's starting to take some supplements and uh, Doug Hagman he has a protocol named after him too I'm telling you folks this is the best natural health care in the world not America the world. The organization's big, but they're not impersonal, and they're very good at what they do. Healthmasters.com. Use the coupon code HEALTH5, that's for me, to take 5% off. Well, my friend, there's your introduction. Uh, We have the founder of Healthmasters right here with us, Dr. Ted Brewer, but he's not just uh, the founder of Healthmasters. He has a very good radio show we'll get into, very top-rated radio show, and uh, he's an outspoken advocate for the restoration of america ted welcome to the show oh thanks so much dave i really appreciate
1: it it's always my pleasure and my my honor to be on your show and you've been a friend now probably for over a decade yeah, yeah. and uh, dave and i are turning into the last guys standing here as far as alt media as far as those of those i gotta say this in a way that's not going to get a lot of you mad there are a lot of alt media shows and alt media personalities out there that are deeply compromised that are co-intel pro that are on cia payrolls make it that way and uh, that's not me and dave we basically are doing what we do because we feel as though that's god's calling in our life and we're doing the best we possibly can to try to help as many people as we possibly can and i want you guys to know that i prayed for you this morning already and it means the world to me that you're listening to this broadcast and you continue to support Dave's show and the ted nelson brower show and health masters because if you weren't doing that we couldn't be here. So thank you again. I really appreciate it. And and Dave, I wanna talk about a new study that came out of the it's called the Waning of B N T one six two B two Vaccine Protection Against SARS CoV infection in Qatar. And it's basically saying that the vaccine doesn't work, that within a few months you get absolutely zero protection from it and the immune system actually starts to degrade. And and the sad part about this is this is in the New England Journal of Medicine and and other studies have come out and they've said such things as natural immunity to COVID never wanes. But I'm going to say, stop for once a second and say this. The natural immunity to COVID never wanes if it's the same Uh, release that they're doing if it's the same bioweapon that they're releasing if it's a different bioweapon you're not going to have immunity to it but these people that are fully vaccinated a lot of them are developing you know AIDS Um, it seems like every person has gotten multiple multiple vaccines Mm -hmm. you know is basically in trouble now with their immune system shutting down And every person who's left their immune system alone and taken supplements, they're getting immunity more and more and more, and they're staying healthier. And I'm seeing this in my own life with friends that have died. And, and it's sad when you see these people coming out and they basically are, are dying after they don't listen to you and you try to help them. It's very, very frustrating. The researchers in Qatar looked at data from the Qatari National Digital Health Information Platform, which covers nearly the entire country's population. Nearly 90% of the country are basically expatriates from over 150 countries. So the data is expansive. And they determined in the data that everyone in the country who tested positive for COVID and later recovered still had the same amount of immunity to disease. Uh, that's that, 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 that their natural immunity did not wane if they recovered from the disease. However, conversely, People in the country who took the jabs, who took the vaccines, that uh, their immune systems basically aren't functioning as well as they need to, and so that's the thing we've got to look at. We've got to take a look at what's happening to the human immune system after you take these injections. And I've, you know, I've talked to people over and over and over about this, and some reason parts of the country, just in parts of the world, and some people just aren't going to get it. And you know, it's kind of like the Bible says, a remnant uh, will be saved, as a, and only as if they've been passed through the fire. And that seems to be what we're running into now with this, with this COVID stuff. And now they're releasing more and more and more. Now we've got this monkeypox that's basically decimating the gay male population in New York again. And yeah, you, know, you know, the whole thing about it is, you know, the, with the AIDS and the gays and now monkeypox, how much of this is directly related to the vaccines that these gay guys took? I mean, how much of this is actually symptoms from the vaccine they took?
0: Well, because Ted, most- there's a clear answer on that. I've read other research that talks about the immunosuppressant qualities of the vaccine, and what is AIDS? It's compromised immune system. So exactly I think you're, right. I think you're on the right track, Ted.
1: Well, no, no, and, and it's frustrating because I mean, you know, we had, and then we, then we got the World Health Organization involved in it, all the rest of it involved in it, and then, and then we have the thing that hit the Daily Mail this morning, and, and this is the one that really, 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 really blew my mind because I've talked. Talked about this years ago, and today, finally, for the first time, the Daily Mail, a major major international publication, put this out, and it says you could leading story. You can take someone's DNA and design a weapon that can kill them. House Intelligence Committee member warns people not to share health data with sites like 23andMe because it can be used to program a new bioweapon to target them specifically. This is U.S. Representative Jason Crow. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you saying this is coming out of Congress? Yeah, let me read it to you. Oh, I mean, this, my this, goodness. This, this this morning, this morning on Daily Mail. It says US representative Jason Crow warned that bioweapons are being made that can use that can use that, made that use a target DNA to kill only that person during his Aspen security form on Friday. That was, on, that was two days ago. The congressman said the development of the weapons are wor- is worrisome because given the popularity of DNA testing services like 23andMe, 23andMe has stated that it does not sell off customers' private information. That's a lie, but the company is one of the many that has provided information to police. In 2019, it was found that several Russian and Chinese labs were processing DNA tests for Americans through Medicare and Medicaid and officials warned that bioweapons could also target animals and disrupt food supplies around the globe. So what we've been saying, Dave, about a genome-specific bioweapon, and everybody was saying that we were all nuts and it's not true, it's come out now by a U.S. congressman in a meeting they had this past on Friday. And so th- this is huge, by the way. And so all of these, quote-unquote, all oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. That's never going to happen. They would never do that. Well, guess what? They're doing it now, and the House Intelligence Committee speaks out about the new DNA bioweapons. So, I don't know what to say about this this is so uh, how should I say enlightening for me because I knew it was true and I've been talking about it for years and years and years that's why I've never had my DNA tested
0: Let me explain to you how that works. Well, Ted, before you go to that explanation, let me just say this. Back in 2017, both John Moore, who I highly respect, and I received information, so did the late Paul Martin, that uh, the Feng, the defense minister of China, echoed the two previous defense ministers' desire to create and attack Americans with race-specific bioweapons. So you're talking individual attacks. They were talking generalized attacks. And Wei Fang even said in his monolithic speech that leaked, he said, we will spare the 14 million Chinese Americans, but we're going to commit genocide against everybody else so we can occupy America and take its resources. So if people think this is just new stuff, this is official Chinese policy, and Ted is just saying it's now moved from a generalized race level to an individual. individual. Individual level as well.
1: It's it's always been an individual level, and here's why. Every individual has a specific DNA. Mm-hmm. It's like a frequency. It's an energy field that you know we basically oscillate with. And what it does, it's specifically designed at a certain point when people decide to attack you, they attack that specific frequency. And when they do that, they can kill an individual. Or if they want to step up a notch in the data transmission, they can, they can kill everybody who's German descent or British descent or Russian descent or Irish descent or African descent or Hispanic descent. They could pick any group of people they want, and they can actually release a bioweapon specifically targeted to them. What if, what if someone
0: that, is mixed race, Ted? What about that?
1: I'm sure it would take them out, too, because they would have the ability to attack that particular portion of their, of their system. And, but remember that last James Bond movie that came out. They had developed a genome-specific bioweapon that could take out Giannino, just specific groups of people who all had linking DNA. That was the last James Bond. And, and, and they disclosed it on that on that on that James Bond episode. At the end, James Bond dies. And, and the crazy part about all of this stuff is, if you look at what they're saying in these movies, they're telling you what they're going to do because that's part of their lesser white magic that they have to do from a Kabbalist standpoint. Because the Kabbalists is on the planet. We have to understand who these people are and what they believe, and we have to understand that this group of Satanists, snake worshippers that they're the ones that are continuing to do all of this to us. And you think, well, Ted, it can't be that specific. Yes, it is that specific. These are these guys. And 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 they work together with the bloodline families, and that now they own and control probably 90% of the stock market with State Street, Blackguard, and Vanguard and BlackRock and State Street, and and they end up they end up in a situation where they can pretty much do whatever they want to do because they own everything, and you know now they've, they've they've come into our country in 1913 and really got themselves a foothold and started putting us into debt-based currency, and you know and what we have here is every dollar you look at is a, is an IOU to the Federal Reserve. You know, with a oh, with a checkbook that basically has an overcounted, the, the, it's been overdrafted. There's just no money left. It's gone and to the tunes of tens of trillions of dollars. Remember what Bernanke said when they found out they did a partial audit and they said because of Ron Paul, they did a partial audit and that they had they had printed 19 trillion dollars and he refused to acknowledge or describe where the money had gone. He said I don't remember, don't know. How do you lose 19 trillion dollars? You can't just shove that in a suitcase. It's a lot of money. Of course, a lot of that was done digitally and that's the problem that we have now we have been signed on to this national debt by the Scabalist bankers through Babylonian money magic and it's the same group of people that are attacking our children I'm not, you, what's interesting here is this the children have a very very pure energy form you know we were talking about energy and energy fields and frequencies a few minutes ago Children are very pure because they're not corrupted. That's why Jesus warned those leaders who were going after the children back in the New Testament, it'd be better if a millstone be tied around their neck and they'd be thrown into the deepest part of the sea to touch these little kids. Because children are innocent. They really are. I've got a six year old little grandson and a you know four year old little granddaughter, and they're so innocent. They they really they don't really you tell them anything, they believe you because they're in a state of brainwave state. So you got to be really careful to program properly these children and tell them about Jesus and pray with them and all the other things you have to do with them because you're teaching them to be in the things of the Lord as they're young. And the Bible says if you train them up in the way they will go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. Well, this group of people that are so perverted, the snake worshippers, they believe that God's a snake in a tree and that God separated upon the creation of the world and part of them fell into this pit and they're trying to resurrect this serpent god. And this this same group is the group that came out of Egypt from the ancient Canaanite religions and the same religions that were in Egypt, and they met supposedly with Lucifer, these 70, they call them the 70 elders. They were so unbelievably corrupt. And when Moses went up to the mountain to get the 10 commandments from God, these guys say in their tradition they met with the real God, this Einzoth character, who is this snake in a tree in a pit. And so this is the problem that you run into. They want to resurrect this serpent God, and this this is the synagogue of Satan. And they've been around now for... Oh my gosh, thousands and thousands of years. I mean, since the beginning, since, you know, Noah, before Noah, since the fall before, with Adam and Eve. And if you go back to the Ted Austin Brewer archive.
0: With Dave.com that's waterwithdave.com save $80 for a short time
1: it was Monday it was several weeks ago we did an entire entire show on this and I went into detail on, on the Kabbalah where it came from uh, who basically where it originated from, how the Zohar was written in 72 A.D., and how these these 70 elders were the corrupting factor that started all this mess, setting up the traditions of the elders who were basically all Satanists. This is what the Bible calls in the book of Revelation the synagogue of Satan. And this is where it goes into detail. I went into detail in the Old and New Testament on the scriptures which talk about this. Why do you think Jesus called them, you know, den of vipers, serpents, and all the other things? John did the same thing, you know, John the, John, John the Baptist. All these things are worth, they're telling you who they are. They're telling you they're the children of the devil. They're telling you what they're involved in, and, and but people in Christianity kind of want to completely ignore it. Uh, they don't realize that this same group are the ones who want to rebuild the third temple, so they can basically go into the holy of holies, use the spear of destiny, you know, pierce this antichrist, shed his blood on the altar, bring him out onto the temple steps. You know, they're not going to kill him when the piercing him is going to shed his blood and declare himself, they declare him God. But the Bible says that the Antichrist will walk. in Thessalonians that the Antichrist will come out on the temple steps and declare himself God. Total blasphemy, and we went in all these blasphemous things. And this in this group of these elders who sacrificed children to Baal and Moloch. Remember when Moses was up on the mountains. They had this big party down there, and they started worshiping, you know, this golden calf. Remember, you guys can read the story and all that. And, and you know, and that God's judgment fell on them when Moses came off the mountain. This is the same group now, the synagogue of Satan, that's been running things behind the scenes for thousands and thousands and thousands of years since since the Adam and Eve creation. And so, if we understand that it's the same group, then we realize, hey, wait a minute, uh, we got to take a look at this. And for some reason, Dave, I can talk to a hundred different show hosts and they have no idea what I'm talking about or they pretend like they don't know this. They, a lot of them just pretend.
0: Where, where, where do you think I fall in that paradigm, Ted?
1: Uh, you believe me. I know you do. And, and, and the, but, the, but the problem is, is that you, you, nobody wants to talk about it. And a lot of that's because of the fact that we are supposed to support Israel, no matter what Israel does, and Israel's the number one homosexual destination in the world, you can look it up yourself, Tel Avisa, the, the gayest city in the world, they say the most gay-friendly city in the world, when they have a gay parade there, they get half a million people show up, 500,000 people show up, and you know, abortion to full term, all of that's all fully legal over there, and and the, and the problem with this is, this is being also run by the synagogue of Satan, I feel sorry for the Jews that don't, aren't involved in all this stuff and who are part of this, but you know, the same thing happened in Germany with the concentration camps, I feel sorry for the Germans who weren't involved in the concentration camps. I feel sorry for those guys too because they basically ended up with you know with Eisenhower and the rest and the death camps and everything else after World War II, just like all the other Germans did who were basically involved in all of this stuff. So it's it's a problem that we have that we're not talking about, we're not addressing. When you look at the what happened with the USS Liberty uh, back in the '60s, I mean it almost started World War III with Lyndon Johnson. And if you watch that movie, Sacrificing Liberty, it's a four-part series, it will snap you tight. It really will, about how it was attacked and strafed. Over 5,000 shots and, and, and basically missiles and guns and 50 caliber bullets went into the side of the ship and they tried to sink it. So you've got to realize who the synagogue of Satan is. And again, it's those who claim to be Jews and are not. It basically are their war where they're worshiping Lucifer. The problem is the ADL and all the rest of these people. They've come after anybody who's talked about the liberty. They've come after anybody who's talked about any of the stuff that I've talked to you today about. But it's the synagogue of Satan that is running the planet and has done so for thousands and thousands of years. Now, I'm, I'm letting the bulk of the Jews off the hook with this because they have no idea what's going on. It's like the bulk of the Christians in the United States don't have any idea what's going on. Because I can't, I don't call these people Jews, and I don't call them Christians. I call them the synagogue of Satan. That's who they are. And once you understand that, you cannot, you cannot unsee it. Same thing happened with Woodrow Wilson. <clears throat> I remember, Samuel Untermyer basically blackmailed him, you know, 100 years ago to bring in the Federal Reserve Act and to get us into World War One. And you know, and because he had had that affair at Princeton, and he actually Samuel Untermyer actually came to Woodrow Wilson and met with him and told him that this woman was going to basically go public with the affair that he had had with her as a married man. And many people believe that Woodrow Wilson had syphilis, and that's why he was so basically mentally disabled by the time he got out of office. Because his brain had gone to mush. And so all these things we talk about, I'm not making this stuff up. You guys can go back and you can look at it. And, of course, Woodrow Samuel Unterbaugh, the same guy who did that with Woodrow Wilson, he's the same guy who turned right around and pushed Cyrus Schofield and the Schofield Reference Bible to Oxford Press in England and printed this basically heresy of commentaries, what it is, of all of the stuff trying to push this narrative of rebuilding the third temple so they could bring back the Antichrist and send all of these Bibles to all these universities and seminaries around the world in order to promote this agenda. And when they did all that, the Christian churches, a lot of them became Zionists, like people like John Hagee. They're hardcore Zionists. And they, they even believe that the, the, the Jewish people of Israel get a special dispensation and they don't have to accept Jesus Christ in order to go to heaven. He said that. I've heard him he say it from the pulpit. It's complete nonsense. And then he said that Jesus didn't come here to die for our sins. Complete nonsense. They had to pull a bunch of his books back because he basically said that in one of his books. And they had to pull it back off the shelf and reprint it. I mean, So all these people have gotten caught up into this whole thing about trying to force the tribulation to force the returning of Jesus and to reforce basically, you know, that they believe the rapture. And all of this stuff has come in now to Christianity and it's polluted it. And what it's done is it's made the Christians step out and say, it doesn't matter what happens to anything, to the United States or to any of us, before anything happens and the tribulation starts, we're going to be raptured so we can step away and not get involved in anything politically. Then you combine that with what Lyndon Johnson did in the 50s. With the Johnson Amendment, saying that churches could no longer talk about political issues because he was such a piece of garbage, man was filthy. Yeah, he was. he was. horrible, horrible man. And you start doing research on Lyndon Johnson, it'll make you want to puke, especially with the USS Liberty. Well, he, 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 murdered,
0: he murdered, he was behind the murder of Billy Celestis, a political opponent. He also was involved in the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, yeah. I've
1: read the same thing, Dave. Yeah. And, you know, and here's the thing about it is, the other day on the show, on my show, I, I talked about the different presidents, and I talked about how, you know, we end up right now with the senile one who's not in charge. I mean, everybody knows he's not running anything, okay? And then you got to go back to uh, Donald Trump, who started off, I think, pretty strong and then basically got himself compromised probably because he was on Jeffrey Epstein's tapes, according to Slay Maxwell. But I don't know. You know, his daughter's also a hardcore Kabbalist. She yeah. practices from the Zohar, so what the heck does that mean? I mean, she's basically a Kabbalist witch. So what does that all mean? So, so that's so how compromised is Donald Trump? I don't know. He sure didn't pardon anybody from January the sixth. He's the one who carpet bombed the United States by shutting it down. He's the one who pushed Operation Warp Speed and tried to get all everybody shot up with these doggone death shots. I mean, so I don't have a big love affair for Donald Trump at all. I'd rather have Ron DeSantis and I hope well, he's
0: clean. yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, but I want to back up, and I'm not trying to be a Trump apologist, Ed. But Burks came out. Doctor Burks came out uh, two times in the last week and talked about the deceptive practices of the vaccine and how Fauci snowballed everybody. And that would include Trump. I think Trump could have been duped and not necessarily been a willing participant. He's also the same one who had his daughter go to
1: every member of Congress and push red flag gun laws to take guns away from people unlawfully. He also did that too. That well, like, I'm, you're, I'm not, you're, gonna,
0: you're, okay, but you're assuming that he has control of his daughter, and he <laughs> and
1: she—he she, oh, she, doesn't
0: I know that's true. He, he, well, she and Jared Kushner were involved with the Shining Path in South America, and they canceled his South American trip because they found an assassination plot. Were the two involved? Not sure, but it's possible.
1: Uh, all I know is I can't stand Jared Kushner. I can't stand you know uh, his daughter. I can't stand You, you have good taste in people. Yeah, you can't stand either one of them. Yeah. You know, now, now I, but I voted for Donald Trump in 2016. On 2020, I didn't vote for him. but I didn't vote for Biden either. I voted libertarian. I wasn't going to vote for the lesser of two deals again. I mean, Trump put in more CFR members than Barack Obama did into his cabinet. The Council on Foreign Relations members are those who believe in a one-world government. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous that he did all this. But, but I, I really believe, like Robert David Steele said before he died, he said that Trump was the accidental president. And I really believe that Hillary was supposed to have won that election. Yes. The problem was is that the, the election was so overwhelming that the hacking of the election that Hillary did wasn't nearly enough to overthrow what Trump had actually brought in as far as votes. That's what I believe. And they fixed that now with the algorithms with Joe Biden. And what I had read, but I can't verify this, but I read it, that they had set it up that Biden would be getting 1.2 votes. At every.
0: That's uh, correct. No, no, on. that's not a rumor. I have a source from DOJ that's retired and he tells me, and he's an expert on this. He said the 1.2 factor, and he laid out the algorithm for me. I know the math. You're right. So
1: that, so that, that makes it literally impossible to Trump
0: to have Trump to have won.
1: And, and you know, and you and you were talking about the 2022 elections that are coming up now for for the midterms. You know, the problem is if the same apparatus is still in place for this, basically for now for a COVID that's coming out now with monkeypox if, if they 're going to go ahead and do all these mail in ballots again they 've already got the apparatus in place to do the exact same thing for the congressional elections, the senatorial elections again, they could do it all over again now in florida we 've got a lot of election changes that we 've made because of DeRod desantis they 're not going to be able to hack Florida elections again, but the problem is is that you know that 's Florida you know and we were able to basically have a legitimate election for Donald Trump on the last election also, but the reality is. You know, we're not going to change the United States from the top down. Listen to me for a second. It's not possible. It's too corrupt. Jeffrey Epstein and Mossad and Israel runs Mossad so you can pretend like that's not true too if you'd like. Israel runs Mossad and Mossad hired Jeffrey Epstein to basically get a thousand guys and why do we not have these lists and why do we not have these people standing trial for raping all these young girls? I have no idea because they've got the evidence. Same thing with Hunter Biden's laptop. But the reality is is that we've got a lot of people in Congress and in the Senate and also in the judiciary that have been compromised because of either pedophilia, uh, rape, statutory rape, uh, you know, homosexuality, uh, you know, uh, drugs, campaign irregularities as far as contributions, all of this stuff. And these guys are compromised. And you remember J. Edgar Hoover said he said you don't need to have everybody compromised. Just 51 percent, you get anything done you want. And he goes, and they don't have to vote every single time the way you want them to, only with key elections and key things. And then this, this look at the, look at this thing now with what's happening with the United States. how this Kabbalist group that's all about sacrificing children to Lucifer. They've always been that way. How they're you know having all of these horrible, horrible you know riots all over the country now protesting Roe v. Wade. And nobody took abortion away from anybody. It's still legal in a bunch of the states. You can still go to any state you want and basically have an abortion and kill your child, which is absolutely horrible as far as I'm concerned. But they're making it a flashpoint. And, and, and they're going to continue to do this. They're going to continue to try to damage race relations. Uh, and, and, and here's the problem. I have a friend of mine, her name is Carrie. And she's a huge Civil War buff. She knows everything about the Civil War. And she told me, she said the other day, she said, You know, Ted, the reality is, is that the United States has always been two countries. It's always been the conservatives and the liberals. And she goes, and now the problem is of the conservatives and liberals are so mixed together as far as different states. It's creating a lot of disunity in the United States. We no longer have a country by the people for the people for the United States. It's by special interest groups. And these special interest groups only care about themselves and nobody else. And she goes, and that's the problem that we've run into here in the United States. Now, we don't have a country any longer. We have a geographical area called the United States, but it's no longer a defined country country as far as everybody's trying to work together for the good of the U.S. of America. We don't have that anymore. I said, you carry your right. And she said, the only thing we could actually do is still split the country like we did in 1861 and still let the North be the North and the South be the South, let the liberals hang out with the liberals and the Southerners hang out with the Southerners. And I agree with her. But the problem is that can't be done because these states that basically succeeded from the Union back in 1861... To, in order to get their military... They were basically put under martial law and military law for for a decade after the Civil War. The only way they could come back into the United States, they had to sign from their state legislatures that they would never succeed again. Now, I don't know how in the world that can be a binding resolution after 150 years, but apparently they're still holding that over their heads. But the United States of America has got a mess going on. What does it say? 40% of the people now saying that it's going to end up in a civil war? And when you see these Communists that have been basically become brainwashed because of the Frankfurt School and what's happened from 1933 on. Uh, Paul Craig Roberts wrote an article the other day. He said, it looks like Hitler won the war.
0: Well, he said, you, you can go ahead and read it yourself. Well, that's what Jim Mars said, said, too. Same thing. Yeah, and he said what happened. And he, but he, yeah, he has a different take on it. Here's what here's here's here's
1: here's uh, Paul Craig Roberts said. He says the reason Hitler won the war is the cultural Marxists came to the United States to flee Hitler. And the cultural Marxists came in and they invaded the Ivy League school, starting with Columbia, mm-hmm. And they came in and pushed this, basically, this satanic, Kabbalist, Luciferian, communist doctrine into the United States, which has caused this cultural degradation of the United States. They were trying to do it in Germany. Basically, they ran away because they were pretty much all Jewish. And in they, they, 1933, they had started the Frankfurt School in Moscow. 33, they were basically at, I believe it was, Goethe University. I believe it was in Cologne, but it may have been in another city over there. And, and then they basically saw what Hitler was doing in '33 because he's very, very anti Semitic. And they basically flew, fled to Switzerland and because they knew that he was going to come after them because they were political opponents. And then they left there and they came into the United States and came into the Ivy League. These, these were Jewish intellectuals, almost all of them. Extremely high IQs, extremely smart, extremely evil. And they wanted to bring, they brought us Gloria Steinem, they brought us Playboy. They brought us all the stuff. They brought all the cultural degradation into the United States because they wanted to destroy the cultural fabric of the United States. So because they learned that coming in and trying to force a country to become communist didn't work. You couldn't force them to do it. But when you you implant cultural Marxism into the minds of the young people, into the students, you gradually have the country transition into a Marxist society without having to fire a shot. And that's exactly what they did because they realized very quickly that the USSR have been taken over by force, and it didn't work. The people didn't want to work anymore. They became very, very lazy. They decided the government was going to take care of them, and the Christians stayed strong.
0: The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals from My Pillow. For example, they've got half off My Pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Uh, they have extremely great products, as you all know, Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: The Greek Orthodox Church and the Russian Orthodox Church continue to you know, to be undercover over there. I mean, they killed tens of thousands of their priests and pastors, and they realized the best way to do it was basically to do it slowly over a period of 40, 50, 60, 100 years. And that's one of the reasons they didn't work in the USSR. That's one of the reasons the USSR fell is because the country itself couldn't stay together because too many christians were there because they stood their ground they had underground bible studies but I, mean, I remember years ago this is uh, back in the early 80s when i first became a christian and committed my heart and life to christ back in 1979 i was going to a place in tallahassee it was a baptist church it was called temple baptist church and i remember they had a big drive to send bibles to russia and I remember I sent 500 Bibles to Russia back then. And I'll never forget that because I got a certificate of my Bible for it. And because they were having these underground meetings and underground churches that really wanted to worship Jesus and God. They didn't, run, they didn't run into the same problem in China when they took it over. Because the same group took over China, remember that, with, with the Cultural Revolution in China. They did the same thing. The difference was in China, they didn't have Jesus. They didn't have the author, the finisher, the Perfector of our faith. And so they didn't have anything to stand against this group with. And so they came in and they said, we're just going to do this. And they, they were like, well, okay, whatever, who cares. And they started killing them by the millions over there. You know that, Dave, especially the Christians. But again, these Christians were sitting around praying because they thought they were going to get raptured because they'd been lied to by the Schofield references. That's what happened. And so they, they didn't realize that they were all going to be dying. You see, this is the same thing that they, they realized how effective that was when you brainwash the people into believing that they shouldn't be involved politically because they're a Christian. What ends up happening is they don't do anything when you come after them or you want to send them to a concentration camp. They just top of the cart and go. And that's the sad part about it is. And now we've got Klaus Schwab telling us that we shouldn't have personal automobiles anymore. I just really loathe that guy. He's another Kabbalist Luciferian. Well, he is. And he's got his friend who's basically that other gay guy who's a Kabbalist. Harari, yeah. Oh, gosh. And he basically wants to kill everybody. I mean, and and remember, these people believe that they're a different DNA than we are. They believe that we're subhuman, they believe that we don't have a right to exist, and they
0: really hate our children. That's why they push it, push the push, push let me, let me address that for a second, because there may be some truth in that. And I'm not saying that that they're superior, but the fallen angels, when they came here, what if the DNA really did create two separate strains, and it's them versus us?
1: So I agree with you, Dave. That you're exactly right. And, they, Gen- and they, By and the they, way, and they,
0: scriptural references is Genesis 6.
1: That's exactly right. And after Genesis 6, it says they were here before and after the flood. Mm-hmm. And then we know that we don't have any background on Noah's wives and who they were, where they came from, and if they had clean DNA. We know that because we also know the giants were here after the flood. We know that. When, you know, when King David fought Goliath, who was a giant, uh, that was long, long, long after the flood. So they were here before and after the flood. So they may be a different DNA than us because they say they are. So I, I'm not, I don't have any reason not to believe them. And so the problem with all this is, is that this group of people is running the planet. And they don't see us as human beings. They see us basically as just cattle or insects or whatever you want to call it. And if they want to destroy, you know, 5 billion or 7 billion or 8 billion of us, they don't care. They don't think about it at night. They're not staying awake at night saying, oh, I hope I don't kill all these all these Christians. They want to kill all the Christians. That's their goal. It's a stated goal. It says that in the books they've written that you can kill Christians. You see what it says. It says there's nothing to it. If one of them kills a Christian, that they won't be held accountable for. It says that. They teach that. And, 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 it's, and it's awful. And, and these are the traditions that Jesus talked about and condemned so much in the New Testament, the traditions of the elders, because those are the ones, those seven the elders that happened you know, with Moses. You can read about it. And go back and watch that, uh, listen to the show that we did. I'll give you all the scripture verses for it. And, and, and this is the group that started this entire sect of Satanism and the Kabbalah sect all the way back you know, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt. It's the same group. It started it right there, and that's why they could never get the human sacrifice to Baal and Moloch and Asherah out of Israel. That's why they ended up getting scattered by God because they wouldn't stop sacrificing their children. Read it yourself in the Old Testament. I'm not making any of this stuff up. you got to read it. And God finally had enough of it, and he scattered them. He was so mad, he told Moses he was going to kill all of them and start over with Moses. You read it. And Moses talked him out of it because he knew this sect was in there and he didn't know what to do as far as these people had freedom of will because that's the thing God gave us with Adam and Eve. He gave us freedom of will. We have to make a choice whether we're going to serve God or not serve God. we got to choose together what we're going to do. And that's why I tell people, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you haven't accepted him as your Savior, because that's what did. He saved us from the evil one. That's why the Bible says in the New Testament when Jesus taught us how to pray, it's supposed to say but it doesn't in some translations it does it says when the lord's prayer he says deliver us from the evil one o-n-e the one the evil one and he's referring specifically to lucifer and it's a these this demonic entity that's been basically permeating the planets since the beginning of adam and eve came to adam and eve in the, in the garden deliver us from the evil one is what it says and so go look it up yourself in the greek if you'd like but the reality is is that 's why Christ came He came to deliver us from that and through his blood through the energy field that 's associated with scalar physics and we talked about this many times on your show, and I mentioned that earlier with you guys as far as that we 're an energy field it renews our DNA and it says that Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour seeking those whom he may devour whom he may, but he may not devour us because we 're sanctified by the blood of the lamb so we're like an opposite to him. We're like an op- opposite, opposite of the electrical charge, so to speak. I mean, we can't. He can't. He can't consume us. He's not. He's not capable of it because we've been sanctified by God and because we're in a blood covenant with God through Jesus. We have different DNA again because of that. Because it's basically God's DNA resonating through us, and He's not allowed to come in and devour us. And that's the problem when people don't understand. And that's why Christianity is so diluted of what it is. The real Christian who understands the power and the authority they have as a believer in Jesus. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That this is the day the Lord hath made and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. It doesn't make any difference what these clowns do. We're supposed to maintain that attitude because we have won the battle on Calvary with Christ. The Bible says that the God of this age had never crucified would never have crucified Jesus had he known what he was doing. He would never crucify the Son of Glory because he had no idea when he did this what would happen from a residence frequency standpoint with the blood of Jesus on the cross. Jesus is an omnipresent being. We've got to get that. When he went back to heaven, he became omnipresent, which means his lifetime and everything he's done, including the cross, including the Garden of Eden, including the Book of Revelation, is all current with him. It all happens at one time. And so he creates a never-ending sacrifice for us because of the shedding of his blood. His blood on the mercy seat is just as wet now as it was 2,000 years ago. It's just people don't get that. That's why we don't need any additional sacrifices for our sin, because Christ is on the present with Godhead, with the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And when you understand that, and once Jesus figured that out, after he became, basically went through puberty, became a young man, and he realized who he was, after, Baba, the book of Hebrews says, after he was made perfect, that's what it means when it says that, he became into his own of who he was, he realized that. And that's why he said it is finished on the cross. And this group of people that's doing this, they don't want a new world order under Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, a bunch of cabalists out of Switzerland. They don't want a new world order. They want the old world order back where they can have open human sacrifices in the city streets
0: have opened crucifixion of Christians. Well, That's the, the sacrifices, they, they, isn't that why we can, well, let me put it this way. Is that how we can explain the uh, ritualistic cult of abortion? Because that is a cult. Well, you got to understand something, too, and
1: I talked about this earlier. The children's DNA, when children are born, okay, they have a pure energy field. And these sorcerers, these wizards, these witches, these weirdos, okay, they don't see... A child is a child. They see it as like a glowing ball of pure energy. And that's why they want to release that energy through sacrifice and kill that child. Plus, those children are innocent. And they do anything they possibly can to come against God Almighty, the Creator. Because He knows that those children, when they're young and they're babies like that, they're as close to God as they're ever going to get as far as the residence frequency of God. And they're doing all of this basically to be blaspheming to God and to try to hurt Him as much as they possibly can. This is a real war. This is a war that's been going on in the heavenly since the beginning of time, since the Garden of Eden was basically put here by God himself, and Adam and Eve were put here, and this this insurrection that took place, this fall of these angels, these demons, or whatever you want to call them, from heaven, it's real. Or you can call them aliens, I don't care what you pick it out. It's like this giant galactic war that's been happening for eons of time, and we just happen to be in the middle of it. And God had enough of it on this planet because he created it, and put us in his image and gave us souls. And you and I have talked about that before. And these people are so, they hate God so much because he did this for us. Because they can't figure out how he did it. They don't understand how we don't die and how we live forever. They don't get that. And so they want to do everything they possibly can. Now these entities got to be old, 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 old by now. And that's why we don't think through this as humans. We don't realize they have a 100-year plan, a 500-year plan, a 5,000-year plan. They've got all these plans they've set up. Because they'd live that long. I guess apparently they do. And, we, and because we're in a mortal body and we are here for a short period of time and we leave, we don't think about the picture they draw. This thing with the Third Temple got started 200 years ago when they started pushing it out of England, out of the doggone Masonic lodges in England. And this is what we have to understand who these guys are. The slave trade, all of it was run by the same people. The, the pornography industry, run by the same people. The, the the media, run by the same people. The medical association and medical boards, run by the same people. It's always the same stinking people doing all of this stuff. And once we understand that this battle is not against flesh and blood, you will know, we'll pray. You need praying pray every day. I pray for you guys every day. But you need to be praying every day. And you need to be praying out loud with your wife every day with your kids in the room praying also. That's how I taught my kids when they were little. And that, that, does, that doesn't mean that they're all going to follow the Lord. Because it certainly doesn't happen in every family like that. But at least you give them a fighting chance. Because it's the power of prayer which releases scalar energy that changes the fabric of space-time that we need to be doing as an aggregate to change everything but that's the biggest problem they don't teach any of this stuff in churches i mean it's sad i mean churches have become so handicapped because of the schofield references and all the lies that they were taught in their seminaries that now they're in a situation where they don't really know what to do and that's why people are not attracted to church anymore because they don't see it as a as a as an actual source of information that they're going to use and be able to you know apply to their daily lives. That's why so many of these name-it-claim-it-grabbit churches have gotten so big because they don't talk about repentance. They don't talk about the blood of Jesus. Hey, most of the churches have taken the cross down. They don't have crosses in their church anymore because they, they try to say, okay, everything's happy, happy, happy with God. Just be happy and give us money and you'll be blessed. And They basically build these huge congregations doing that and the people just want to hear good news and they don't want to hear anything about the truth. The same God who created the heavens and the earth and the same God in the book of Revelation is the same God from A to Z. He says, I am the Alpha, I am the Omega, I am the beginning, and I am the end. And he's the same all the way through. And what he says in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, he means it's all the same God. He doesn't change like shifting shadows, the word says. And that's the biggest problem that we have, is Christians only want to take the good parts of God and not the repentant part. that He tells us that we need to be repentant for the things that we do that are wrong, And they want to continue to do the things that are not right in God's eyes. And when they do that, it grieves God. It really does. I mean, they think abortion is okay, and the preachers won't talk about it from the pulpit because they think it's okay. They think that homosexuality is okay, though it's forbidden in the Bible, and it's okay. No, it's not. All of these things are part of that sin nature, and we need to be trying to not do any of those things that are against God's word and against God. The Bible says if we love him, we'll do what pleases him. Killing babies doesn't please God. Newsflash! It says that in 1 John. You do what pleases him. And it's so important that we understand that. And if we do it that way, then we start to realize very, very quickly that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But because the church has been so handicapped now by all of this name it, claim it, blab it, grab it teaching, they won't tell the truth to the people anymore, especially from a political standpoint. The church has basically become useless as far as changing things from a from a political standpoint. And if you do say something about it in a church, the elders and the deacons in many cases in a lot of these churches are high-level Masons. just thought I'd give you guys a little briefing here. And a lot of the pastors are too, especially in the Baptist churches. And what ends up happening is the pastors are simply replaced. Oh, he got, he got off track. He started talking about political stuff. We had to get rid of him. And so the pastor just kicked out, booted, because he told the truth. He got booted out. So after that happens to a bunch of their friends, they realize very quickly, I better be quiet here, not say anything. And this all happened with the infiltration of the uh, Kabbalist, Luciferian, Masonic Lodge cults into the 30s, into the 40s, into the 50s, into the christian universities and christian churches all over the united states it's the same thing with the frankfurt school that's the same group that brought it all in they yeah. brought all that in the collective effort you, though
0: ted No, well, no it is, it is. And it's you, and a collective once effort the, and it's rendered the u.s churches impotent they don't link real world events to the scripture and that makes the whole process irrelevant
1: no, that's exactly right. That's why they say the church has less than a one percent factor in affecting culture, where Hollywood has like a ninety percent factor in affecting culture. I went to see that new Thor movie the other day. It's full of homosexuality. Yeah, no, I'm not it's going to. It's full of transgender no. stuff. No, no, I'm not telling you. Don't go see it. Same thing with the Elvis, the, the movie that came out. It, the first, first, first scene Elvis singing. It, he he looks like he's gay. I mean, it's just, it's ludicrous. And and that and that whole movie is about Colonel Tom Parker, who wasn't a colonel, who was basically a European, who basically was not a good person. And he's probably a Kabbalist Luciferian. And all of this stuff you read about, you look about, you go, wow, why are they doing this? Because they're always pushing their narrative. Because if they're white or lesser magic, they've got to tell you what they want you, what they're going to do to you. Uh, Otherwise, as they say, and this is what they believe. That the karma on the other side of the veil is really bad for them if they haven't warned you about what they're going to do. And that's why they constantly tell you. Kyle Klaus Schwab says, nobody should drive a car anymore. Okay, that's nice. I guarantee he's driving a car. Why does he fly around in private jets? Why does he do that? All these people say things they want you to do it's, it's rules for thee but not for me. And it's just, it's the way they are. And they believe, they believe. That by the end of the world, by the end of Earth times, they're going to reduce the population like the Georgia Guidestones used to say. It's about five hundred million, and they want each each of them about. There's about two thousand of them. are going to get about twenty five hundred slaves each, and uh, I think there's two. I'm sorry, two hundred thousand of them. They're going to get twenty five hundred slaves each, and that's going to be about five hundred million. That's that's the goal they have for all of us. Is reduce us back into a feudal system. That's why they're buying up so much of the land. And now now there's now BlackRock and State Street Vanguard they set up set, set, set aside 50 billion dollars now to continue to buy homes in the United States in real estate and that's what they're doing they're buying up all of the well, real Do you estate. do
0: you know why they're doing that Ted cuz I think I do know and l- let me explain Janet Yellen uh, former F- head head of the Fed She's now the Secretary of Treasury. I saw her give two testimonies to Senate, and she talked about this concept called unrealized income, and it's the way to steal property from individuals. If, if you're in a market that BlackRock has artificially escalated in price for home values by overpaying by 20 to 50%, then that affects the homes around them as well, and therefore they have appreciation. Now, it doesn't benefit them, like she says, because you got to pay higher property tax. But what she says, this is unrealized unrealized income, and we're going to end up taxing it at a capital gains rate of 43.5%. So let's just take a simple example. Modest increase in this market of 10% on a $300,000 house. They're going to tax 43.5% of $30,000. And how many families, since we have two-thirds of America living paycheck to paycheck, can afford that? What if you can't pay that tax? You lose your home. say The same as you don't. And this is how they're going to get the home ownership away from Americans, Ted. Well, I have a friend of mine who's got an airplane, okay,
1: little SESTA. He bought it in Oregon, which is a tax-free state. You don't have any flyaway sales tax due in the state you're bringing it to. It's tax-free. And he brought it to Florida. And he basically registered in the state of Florida, tax-deferred because of Oregon, because it was all bought and paid for there, brought it to Florida. And and then they sent him a bill for like $8,500 for sales tax and for penalties and, and, you know, interest. And he, and, he, and he called them up and got an attorney involved in it. They, and he said, we don't owe this. We bought, the, we bought the plane in Oregon. And so to get away from that, what they said is, oh, we're not charging you sales tax. We're charging you a use tax. And so you have to pay that or we're going to seize the plane and basically put a lien on it and have it auctioned. So my friend had to pay for it. And see, this is what, they're gonna do, what they'll do with your houses. They'll say, look, you know, you're know, you going to have to pay this. If you don't pay this, we're going to lean it. If we exactly. lien it, we're going to take it to court. Exactly. And we're going right. to take it. Or yeah. you're going to have to set up a payment plan with us. That's what they're going to do. Don't you remember all that crap? Back in, uh, back in the 90s with Clinton when he retroactively raised income tax and all these people owed all these taxes from the prior year because he raised the income tax they had never paid them, and, and the government said you have to either get a payment plan or pay this in front or else we're going to come in now and start seizing your assets I mean, it, once the government gives you these edicts and these rules and these regulations they come up with if you don't do it then they just basically enforce it they start taking your stuff it's what they've always done and that's why the income tax that was brought to us by Samuel Untermeyer, Woodrow Wilson who brought us the Federal Reserve, the same group that did the whole thing with the Schofield references, same group, the same group that blackmailed Wilson, the same group that got us in the World War I, the same group that indebted the United States. Before this happened, we were the biggest creditor nation in the world. Now we're the biggest debtor nation in the world. The same group that has sucked the assets dry out of the United States in over 110 years. The same group. It's always the same people. And when you understand that, you see it's the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, Luciferian weirdos that are doing this. When you get it, witches and the warlocks and the wizards, when you understand that this is that priest class that runs everything, that's basically a bunch of sickos with a different bloodline, you start to understand, okay, it's always these guys. But until you see it, you don't understand it. Then, it, if you, until you understand the denominator here, okay? David Icke, who I don't follow all the time, but he has written some pretty good stuff. He wrote a uh, really good article years ago. You guys should all read it. it was on, Barack Obama was president, and it was called Rothschild Zionism. They, you, you dare not speak its name. You get everybody needs to read that. that article, David Icke, Rothschild Zionism. You dare not speak its name. And basically, it's all based upon what happened again. With Woodrow Wilson, et cetera, et cetera, and once you understand it, and you start to see it in the, the USS Liberty and all the rest of it, and the drug running, and, and then you got Lucky Luciano and all the other people that were involved with the mob who got in bed with the United States after the sinking of the USS Normandy, and we started using mob influence to bring dope out of Southeast Asia and running it through the dog on mobs out of new york to give it to the harlem nightclubs to basically entrap all of these people in the drugs when you really see it there's another good book you can read too it was by uh, i forgot the name of the guy but it's called operation paul allen operation gladio the unholy alliance between the vatican the cia and the mafia that's another one you got to read and when you start reading this and you start seeing it and you start seeing the connecting dots you go wow i see it now and once you see it though i'm going to warn you guys you can't unsee it you can't you, you all said it's like wow and what's funny to me is uh, you always get these terms thrown at you. Well, he's a racist or he's a bigot. All right. First of all, let me explain to you what these terms mean. Racist means that I feel or someone would feel that their genetics is they're basically genetically superior to another race. and Another race needs to be extinguished or exterminated. They're a racist. They think they're better than somebody else genetically. Okay. That's a horrible place to be. You should never, ever be a racist. Here's what a bigot is. A bigot is somebody who's diametrically opposed to somebody else's value system. That's what it means, pretty much, if you've really, you know, sum it up. In other words, if someone says to you, I'm a pedophile and I like little boys, and you say, I can't stand you, you should go to jail, somebody should take you out back and shoot you because you're a sicko, they say, well, you're a bigot towards pedophiles. Well, actually, I am a bigot towards pedophiles. Well, you're a bigot then. Well, if you want to say I'm a bigot toward pedophiles, I'm good with that. I don't care, I am. If I'm opposed to your value system, it makes me bigoted towards you. I'm good with that. So they use these terms and these names; they throw them around to try to make you shut up and not say anything else. But the reality is, is that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, including take a few hits when people say stuff like that about us. Racism is horrible. Bigotry is not. If you're bigoted against a group no, of people, I, I, that listen, the I, thing. you're
0: describing this very, very well. And they confuse the terms so you can't oppose their perversion. That's why.
1: Well, no, that's right. And so what happens, we could, we accept Sodom and Gomorrah, and then pretty soon our children are raised in Sodom and Gomorrah, and pretty soon our children accept Sodom and Gomorrah, and pretty soon the Sodom and Gomorrah of the United States becomes the new normal for the new, for all the young children. And then if you don't, and if you say something about this, I, this the other day I was talking to a a couple of kids of mine, a couple of friends, a friend's, I have a friend of mine who's got like six kids, and he had two of the young ones sitting there talking to me, one's 16 and one's, uh, 19, 18, 16 and 18 and I explained to them the difference between bigotry and racism and they looked at me kind of funny and I said well and I said I looked at them I said now you don't want to listen to what I'm saying I can feel you're pushing back Says so because your parents have never talked to you about this now his parents, the parents were sitting there talking to them while I'm talking to them and I'm like I'm bigoted towards people that consider themselves transgenders. If they want to try to indoctrinate my children and my grandchildren to becoming a transgender, exactly. I'm diametrically opposed to their lifestyle. And they looked at me, well, you shouldn't feel that way. You're being, you're being bigoted. I said, see, you just said it. You just said it. You made it wrong that I don't like their lifestyle. I said it is wrong. Their, their lifestyle is wrong. Not my feelings towards it, but you've been programmed to believe that it's okay. See, and this is what they've done to the United States through cultural Marxism. They've made the people in the United States over a period of 100 years, almost 100 years, 90 years now, believe the lie. And now not only do they believe they lie, they embrace the lie. They try to force you to believe the lie. And when you say, no, I don't want to believe the lie, they say, you're a bigot. (laughs) It's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. And that's why we've got to get back to Jesus, because he's the only answer we've got, Dave. Because he came to deliver us from the evil one. I agree. And without Christ, we have no chance with any of this stuff. That's why the churches have got to wake up.
0: You have brought us right to where we need to be, too, because uh, th- this has been very stimulating for me. I've been thoroughly entertained. I'm putting myself in the role of a listener at the moment. This has been good. But anyway, Ted, you you and Austin have a great radio show. Talk about that.
1: Well, if you go to healthmasters.com, you can scroll right down. It'll say radio archives. And you and you roll back and you can you listen to the show I did on the Kabbalah. Uh, with the scripture It was Monday about two or three weeks ago. You guys can listen to it. Uh, if, if you're if you're if you're listening to this and it's ten years from now, it would be basically uh, June or July when I did the show in 2022. And so you can listen to it right there. You can scroll back into the archives and listen to it. So guys, listen to me just keep your hearts and minds in christ and teach your children to do the same and stand against the gap i had a friend of mine the other day came over he sent his kids over to see the kids 24 years old he was at the united states air force academy in colorado springs this is a true I'm telling you a story right now. all my stories are true he was 21 years old he's in the air force academy He's listening to the Ted and Austin Brewer show. His dad Tom, him to listen to it. They were monitoring his emails and monitoring what he listened to. They were actually spying on him from the Air Force Academy. He had a 3.1 GPA. You could graduate from the Air Force Academy with a 2.0 GPA. This happened to this young man. They called him in. and They said, because you have a 3.1, we expected you to have a 3.4. We're putting you on academic probation. And he goes, but wait a minute! All I need is a 2.0 to graduate. It doesn't matter. We expected more of you than this. We're giving you one semester. He was a junior or a sophomore. We're giving you one semester to bring your grade point
0: up from a 3.1 to (laughs) 3.4, which is literally impossible. Can't do it.
1: And he and and they said, or we're going to throw you out.
0: Yeah, they threw him out. Ted, that's the justice we live under. But, but listen, Ted, we are flat out of time, but you know what? That's a great story to end on because it illustrates the two-tier justice system we have where it's rules for thee but not for me, as you said. Ted, thanks so much for joining us. Really good stuff. Don't forget, folks, healthmasters.com, and they got the best natural health care and whatever ails you, that's where you need to go first, healthmasters.com, coupon code HEALTH5. Thanks, Ted. Great stuff. I appreciate it. Have a, good, have a wonderful day, buddy. You too. Bye.